Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Welcome to the Strategy Hour. Today on the podcast, we have Kelly Parker-Smith of Hello World Paper Co. I am super pumped to have her on. For those of you who don't know, Kelly is a retired third grade teacher who started an Etsy shop and has since started booming. She has over 400000 in sales on Etsy, has since hired help, and even started her own podcast where she talks all about what it's like to be an Etsy shop owner and run a product-based business. But what you might not know is Kelly and I are really good friends. In fact, she was one of my first ideal clients back when I was running a website design business. And we worked together for a long time and since become really great friends. And I'm so pumped to have her share all of her Etsy knowledge with you today. Yeah, she's been on Etsy for almost a decade. So she has kind of the ins and outs for why that platform is total rock star for product-based businesses. She's letting you know why she chose Etsy to sell on in the first place, how to build an audience when you're first getting started. She even talks about some pros and cons of Etsy and how some of those cons can actually work in your favor. She lets you know how to stand out in the sea of many Etsy shops and some strategies to communicate with your customers outside of Etsy. So you can start talking to them in other places. She also gives you some secret tips and tricks that you can be doing to maximize your presence, your SEO on Etsy, and get found quicker, faster, get on the front page of Etsy, all of that good stuff. So get out your notebook, especially if you're considering hopping over on Etsy, or maybe you're already there and you're wanting some more traction because there's a lot of good stuff in this episode. OMG, my good friend. Kelly Parker-Smith is on the podcast. I feel like this day has been coming for way too long. She scheduled the thing and it was like she scheduled it for like two months in advance. And I was like, when do we get to talk to Kelly? So in the meantime, I've had quite a few phone calls and chit chats and text messages because Kelly and I are actually really good friends. But Kelly, thanks for coming on the show today. Yeah, yeah. And actually, you know why I had to schedule it out so far? Because you girls are so busy. That's true. So come on, cut Kelly some slack. I know. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's our fault. It's our schedule's fault. No, but I love it. I'm so happy for you guys. It's awesome. Well, you might just be killing it on Etsy. And I mean, I don't think everybody knows, but you used to be a third grade teacher, and then you decided to quit your job because your Etsy shop was taking off. Why did you choose to start selling on Etsy in the first place? Honestly, it kind of happened by accident. Like I got married in 2009 and, you know, designed my own stationery like all of us, you know, wedding stationery entrepreneurs start out. That's how everyone starts out, I swear. And people were really loved it. And they were like, I think you should sell this. This should be like a thing that you do on the side. And I was like, yeah, all right. I don't really have any money to get a website. I don't really have, you know, I didn't really have the business sense or I didn't really know what was going on on the internet world. So I was like, okay, well, I heard of this thing called Etsy and I just started with 20 cents and it's all it takes to start on Etsy. And I just got started and it just kind of took off. I don't really do wedding stationery anymore, but that's how I started. And it just, 
went nuts and I connected it to giving back. And I think that really connected with people. And so by 2014, I had opened my second shop completely devoted to rubber stamps, which was kind of my biggest, my biggest seller, my first shop. And so I wanted to kind of niche down. So I did that. And within four months, I had to decide if I was going to remain as a teacher or if I was going to take it full time because I, I literally had no more hours in the day. Mm-hmm. And so I took the leap. My husband was like, you're miserable at your job. Just do it. And I was like, God, you don't even make any money. Like, how are we going to eat? Like, what are we going to do? And I was like, Ramen noodles I was like, we are so screwed. And he's like, no, he's like, your happiness is more important. And he's like, imagine what you can do when you devote all your time to one thing. And that's what I did. And within, I think the, I mean, I was already making what I was making teaching, which is why yeah. I had to choose one. And then within the first five months, I doubled that and just kept going. That's bananas. Yeah, it was it was bananas. <laughs> and oranges and apples and all. Yes. <laughs> oh, it just makes me so happy. I've heard your story several times, but for a long time, secrets out. But I used to like envy and look up to Kelly and think she was like this huge rock star. And now I definitely think we're friends. And she's as used to like she doesn't anymore. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. true. I still think she's a rock star. But I. At first, I was just like so blown away and thought, how the hell does anyone have this level of success? Like it it doesn't even seem possible, reachable, whatever. So if someone's just starting out, how can someone begin to build that audience and really gain traction on Etsy where it's such a crowded place? Yeah. Yeah, Etsy is very crowded. But I think that you hit the nail on the head when you said the thing that you need to do is just start. You know, you can sit there and be like, Etsy's so crowded, I don't want to get on it. Etsy's so crowded, I don't want to get on it. Or, you know, I don't I don't want to compete with these people or everyone's doing this. Yeah, everyone is doing this, but you're still sitting there not doing it. So if you don't start something, you're never going to get anywhere. And if you compare yourself to someone who's been doing this, you know, almost 10 years, then you're just going to be depressed and be like, I'm never going to get there. But if you don't start, you definitely won't get there. Mm-hmm. So I think starting is number one, put yourself out there. Etsy is a great place to start because it's inexpensive to get going. It's like I said, it's 20 cents to list your first item. I have the, like 345 listings mm-hmm. on Etsy, but I started with one mm-hmm. and you grow and you build and you just keep going. And the way to stand out is to have a killer product really refine your product and have good packaging, be personable, have great customer service, and people will keep coming back. They'll trust you. They'll want to buy from you. It's just like when you're in a service-based industry, you have to compete against everyone who's putting out their Instagram course or their, you know, they've got their blogs or whatever they're doing. You know, how many wedding blogs are there? You know, everyone's competing. And so it's the same thing. You have to stand out with your personality, your customer service, and on Etsy, your packaging, your photos, all of those things will get you to that next level. If your photos are dark, that is a number one thing that people are not going to click on your photos. Photos are key on Etsy. So if you have the time, that is the first thing I would learn is how to take good photos. Mm -hmm. And I have an Etsy course right now that we talk about taking good photos in. And I'm sure Emily has some really good tips for (laughs) photos too. And so that's my number one for staying on Etsy is good photos. Well, and I think as a consumer, I shop a lot on Etsy. The number one thing for me outside of the photos, because you have to get my attention first, but is hands down the customer service. Like you, that's the number one way you can stand out outside of getting people attracted to your shop visually is be different, communicate well, outline your policies, very clear, respond back to people. Like it's super, might seem super simple, but there are people who I have purchased from who I've had very poor relationships with and have had to get refunds and have had to send stuff back and have waited and waited and waited. And I think like it doesn't help that mentality of people already being nervous buying online. Like even though the internet is huge and a lot of shopping happens online, it's still relatively new. And there's a lot of people who are scared when they go to a platform like Etsy because I don't know, they think it's just this one person handling their money, even though it's through Etsy. So you have to like, 
you have to stand behind that still. You have to like pretend like these people are walking through your actual doors of your shop and treat them just like you would if you saw them in person. I think a lot of people pretend that they can kind of skate by that because it's digital and they can't see you, but don't ignore that. That's a that's a big piece on Etsy or anywhere really. Oh, for sure. And I I'm a really big advocate for putting yourself into your Etsy shop. Yes. I don't buy from anyone on Etsy who doesn't have their about page filled out and their picture yeah. on there. And, you know, I mean, there's so many shops and there are so many shops that don't fill out their Etsy shop completely. And number one, that is going to have you rank lower, actually, like Etsy oh, has wow. put out information where if your shop is full, that you will rank higher. They want, I mean, they put money into this platform. They have, you know, teams of people who are working on this platform every day and these features that they roll out, they want you to use them. They wouldn't do it if they didn't want you to use it. So the people who are using these features and these upgrades and, you know, their about page and Etsy's policies page, those are the people that are going to rank higher. That's another way to get you to stand out. You know, people come to Etsy for that personal connection They come to Etsy because they want to meet people who are side hustling, people who have done this full time, people with families. They want to know that about you. So when you show them that, it just, it makes it even better. And when that customer service is there, then like, you know, if they want another stamp, they're coming to me. They're not looking at everyone else. Big deal. So there's someone else who's selling it, you know, cheaper or whatever. They're still going to come back to me because I provided the customer service. Yep. Love it. So tell me about the cons. I mean, we've talked about some pros. Sure, sure. You made you make good money. You're supporting your family. You've even, spoiler alert, brought on an employee. And so this is working for you. But are there things that you don't like about the platform or you wish you could change or things you've like gone elsewhere for because you couldn't find it there? Of course, there's always something that, you want to change about, I think, anything that you're on. I was on the Etsy had a like seller. What did they call it? Oh, ah, so bad. It was kind of like a round table, yeah, you know, yeah. They had, and I was selected to be on it. And I gave, let me tell you, lots of feedback. <laughs> <laughs> so, And that's what's great about Etsy is they actually listen to their sellers. So they take their feedback into consideration. There's tons of forums and prototype teams and all these things that you can do to kind of let them know things that you want. But I think the biggest con with Etsy, which I also, I know I'm trying to, I'm being super positive, but it's also a bonus is that it's always changing. So it's always adapting to the market. They're always integrating new features and new things. Like just recently, they launched this huge, complete change of their back end. It's called the Etsy Shop Manager. And I mean, they've added in where you can put in SKUs and now they're doing this Etsy Studio, which is like this craft website. So like all the supplies and everything, they're kind of like now going to be in two places. And it's just completely different, but it's good, but it sucks because now you have to like learn all these new things. And I think that really, you know, some people just, they can't roll with the punches. They can't evolve and change. And I think that scares a lot of people, but Etsy does their research. You know, Mm -hmm. they know these features are going to help you. So, you know, I tell people you have to show up every day. You have to be on there every day. You have to be working your shop. You have to be able to adapt and grow with Etsy as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then more people are coming, coming, coming. So that would be my biggest con. And then the other one is you can't control it. Mm-hmm. So if Etsy goes down, it shops down. Right. You know, but if your website goes down, your website goes down. So, right. you know, it it's the same kind of complaints. I think that every internet business has. But those are my two big ones. Yeah. Well, and as someone who's been on Etsy for so long, almost a decade, you said, what are some things that you've noticed that you do differently now to market yourself or grow your audience or, you know, get people aware of what, where you are on Etsy that's different from how it was when you first started? Yeah. Well, when I first started, like social media wasn't really, (laughs) I mean, it was there for fun and everyone did it, you know, but it was, it wasn't really for business at the time. And now social media is such a big part of my business. I mean, I was on 
have been on Etsy since 2009, but I haven't been on Instagram since 2009. Right. You know, I didn't start on that till 2015. And let's be honest, I didn't really do anything on it till 2016. (laughs) You know, so that has changed a lot. And, you know, growing my email list and like those sort of things. Another downfall of Etsy is that they do not capture emails for you. Mm -hmm. And they really frown upon you mass emailing your customers, which, you know, if you have your own website, you can just grab those emails, people buy from you, grab them, and you're good to go. But there are ways around it. So like Etsy gives you an option to send automatic thank yous, like an automatic little thank you email. And in that email, you put a link to your mm-hmm. sign up page or link to your website. Like I don't direct anyone to my Etsy shop. My Etsy shop just harnesses the customers that are already there. And that has changed a lot from when I first started. When I first started, it was like, oh, go visit my Etsy shop. Oh, see my Etsy shop. Oh, here's my Etsy shop, you know. But now it's here's my website, which, by the way, looks amazing. Thanks for the (laughs) cute review. So good. And so I direct people there. It's kind of my home base. And then some of my products on my website link to my Etsy shop and some link directly and people can buy directly off my website. So I've really just kind of merged Etsy and the online world where when I started, it was just, I was like tunnel vision Etsy. And now it's more of a internet business with Etsy as one of the arms, you know? Sure. So when did you decide to add on that other piece? Like when did you add the website? I mean, I know when we helped you work on a new website, but right. you had a website prior to that. When did you yeah, start funneling? <laughs> when, when did you start funneling people to your website instead of directly to Etsy? Was there like a shift, a time period or not necessarily? Well, I mean, I had a website from the time I started. I, you know, I just always wanted that home base. It was it was more like a cool thing to have like, oh, I have helloworldpaperco.com. You know, in the beginning, it was just kind of like, oh, I've got my own website. I'm fancy, you know. <laughs> and then once I really started going, I was like, you know, it'd be great if I had this other stream to get people, you know, in and see more of me than I can show them on Etsy, you know, start a blog, <clears throat> which I need to... <clears throat> get back to doing, you know, and all those type of things you can only really do with a website. Etsy does have this website feature they released called Pattern, but, you know, it doesn't have a lot of features. So I stick with Squarespace, which I love, as I know you guys love too. But I think it was really around that 2015, 2016 time period where I really started focusing on my website. I left my job in 2014 And it took me about a year to really get a handle on the whole like, oh, I'm only doing this, you know. So and then once I hired on Chrissy, my Etsy shop manager, it really helped me to kind of build the other parts of my business because she handles the Etsy shop. Like she does everything for the shop. It's great. And then I get to focus more on the marketing and networking and all that good stuff. So So when you moved over to Squarespace... And, and you say that it shifted to, okay, head to my website instead of head to Etsy. Mm-hmm. Did you see a huge traffic or sales effect on that move? Or were people like, since you had had your website for a while, even if it wasn't great, did you have enough sales coming in over there where it was okay for you to stop saying, Hey, you know, go to my website instead of going to Etsy? I, I noticed a big jump in sales all over, like all around on Etsy, on the, you know what I mean? It was just, right. it was, it was just all over. Like directing people to my website didn't really deter people from buying on Etsy. You know, they would go to my website, website, see I had an Etsy shop. And I think Etsy customers are loyal yeah. and they trust the platform. You know, they have accounts there and they can track all their stuff. Like they just, they just really like it. So my repeat buyers will go to Etsy, but now I'm starting to branch off. I have like a repeat buyer program for real estate agents and mortgage companies and that sort of thing. So we do address stamps and they all purchase through my website and we keep track of their sales and they get, you know, every couple stamps free and like that sort of thing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really, it's really going well. And we're just rolling out another 
big push this spring. So that'll be really good. That's really cool. Yeah. So we're finding like different niches to kind of direct to our website. And then in the next couple of months, we're rolling out our manufacturing side because now we're doing manufacturing as well. So that's going to be really exciting. That's That's awesome. So you're going to start making stamps for other people? Correct. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's really cool. So then is that going to be like a separate site or part of Hello World Paper Co. website? That is to be determined. (laughs) (laughs) We are. To be determined. You know, obviously it's going to be a big change. We will still, uh, we will still keep everything that we have now, but we're just adding another department to our business. I like it. And so it's really exciting. We have a couple of clients already lined up and, you know, we're cutting stamps in my basement on a big laser machine and it is pretty cool. It's actually very therapeutic to cut stamps. We really enjoy it. So very excited. Yep. I, got, I watch like Gilmore Girls and I got my Gilmore Girls set up and, and I'm sitting there, I'm making stamps, I'm getting messy. You know, it's, it's just really cool to have your product go from the very beginning design stages and you actually make it all the way to the end. Yeah. I really, well, really like it. Let's talk about this because yeah. I know... And they don't know this, that previously you designed your product Mm -hmm. and then you had a third party manufacture your product and either blind mail it or they would send it back to you and you would package it and then you would mail it. Correct. But you made the decision to buy the actual pretty pricey equipment to Mm -hmm. start manufacturing yourselves. So what sort of led you to first start with having other people manufacture? Because I think you're unique in that you don't really keep inventory. As an Etsy shop owner, you have, like, you wait to produce anything until someone buys. So talk to us about that process. Yeah, we're like Burger King. We don't make it till you order it. It's fresh. (laughs) You know, it is fresh. Yeah. So... Well, back when I first started, it made a lot of sense to use a third-party laser engraver. So I I tried a bunch of different people, found someone I liked, you know, Google, Google, baby, Google it up, found a bunch of people I liked. And so then I started and I would design and then we would place an order with our manufacturer and then we'd send it off. They would produce the stamps and... 99% of the time, we would have them send it back to us because they did not brand their drop shipping. So we couldn't put a business card in. We couldn't have, you know, and I did not like that. That's one of the biggest reasons why we decided to manufacture our own stamps is because I want to have that whole experience for my customers. And so that is one thing we will be offering with our manufacturing is that we will be doing branded drop shipping so that people send us their business cards, send us whatever packaging they want to do, and then we will be sending it out, you know, as if it came from them. Yeah, we're really excited about it. So the, the biggest thing that made a shift was I had this like inner like drive to want to do it all. You know, I, I wanted shocking. Kelly I, I know, I know. But I had like I envisioned like showing people like us cutting their stamps and putting them together. And I just love that whole process of being able to see the behind the scenes of what goes on at a company and especially a product based company. And it was just me and my computer. Like it, it just wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't very exciting. And so I wanted that element. I liked it. And also, guys, dollar bills talk to me. You know, it was a lot. <laughs> it's a yeah, I mean the machine is expensive, but it's a lot cheaper to make them myself. No, I, I know. Yeah. You and know? when you I did mean, the math and shared that with me, I was like, go for it, baby. Like no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am all about the math. The math never lies. So if I'm if I'm making like a big business decision, like I run the numbers. Like yeah. um, I run the numbers. What do the numbers tell me? Want to learn exactly step by step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. 
I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Oh, that's the answer. Like, mm-hmm. they, they never lie. So the numbers were screaming at me for a year. You've got to do this. You've got to do this. And I was, I was scared. Like, I was like, oh my God, we're going to buy this. Like, it's like a $20,000 machine. Like, we're going to, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Heart stopping. Yeah. We're going to buy this big machine. I had to cut a hole in the side of my house because you have to like vent it out, you know? Cause it's like, yeah. Uh huh. And so I'm like, oh my God, what are we doing? You know, this is crazy. And we got the machines and the guys came and they, they came and trained us on the machines. And it took about a week for us to get going. And, it was awesome. That's it's super been, exciting. It's been See, so great. So but that great. to me is, I think you are the true representation of waiting until you have the income to to make the switch. Whereas some people are like, I'm just going to do it all up front. And right. you're like, but you don't have an audience and you don't have sales. You know that you have enough sales coming in regularly every month predictably that you can pay for this equipment without a doubt. Like it's not a question, like it will happen. And I think a lot of people are like, well, I just want it all now. And you waited nearly a decade into business before Mm -hmm. doing that big investment and really spent a lot of time just hustling and doing as much on like the very low end as possible. Oh yeah. Uh, and then started like, okay, I'm going to hire someone. I, and I feel like you're kind of like us where you like, you got a little taste of like, Oh, what if I did this thing? And now you're like, let's spend it all. Because oh, yeah. It's oh yeah, baby. I got like big plans. We're going to do all kinds of stuff. I want to cut some wood. I got all these wood sheets and like, Oh yeah, it's so cool. Like how, I mean, it's a laser, you guys, a laser. Like it's so <laughs> 
It is so cool. Is your house just smell like rubber now? No, it's no smell. It's low odor rubber. So it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just. You could start growing rubber trees. You could start being the person who makes the rubber now. Whoa, slow down. (laughs) (laughs) Slow down. Maybe. Maybe some. How cool would hot pink rubber be or like, or like glitter rubber? Yeah, I just, yeah, anyway, too many ideas, too many ideas. But yeah, I just, I, yeah, I mean, that's such a good point. Like, I, I would not recommend someone going out and buying a laser engraver if they don't have the business that's already there. Right. Use outsourcing, use me, use someone else, you know, use me. You know, you have to get that base. You have to grow your business to the point where you're having that regular income. We have enough income monthly that I I could count on it. Like I know that's coming in. And then, so it was kind of a no brainer. Like my husband was like, why didn't we wait so long? You know, and he's making stuff for his poker nights and he's making like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. We we were downstairs the other night, like cutting out like, you know, Cardinal logos and like first poker buddies and, you know, just, it's fun. (laughs) <laughs> it's just opened up a whole new world. It is. It's a whole new world. It's really well. Good. I know that you have your Etsy course. You mentioned it earlier. I would love for you to pull out some tidbits from there to kind of give some guidance. We know a lot of Etsy shop owners who are feeling like they're drowning in the sea of Etsy, like they don't know how to get traction, like they don't know, they feel like they're missing some secret that Etsy is hiding from them in order to be successful. So A, if there's a secret, spill it. But if you have any like hidden tips and tricks of making someone's Etsy shop go really well, especially when they're just getting started, I'd love to hear them. Sure, sure. First of all, Etsy doesn't hide anything. It just seems like they do. Number one, I would recommend that people sign up for the Etsy success newsletter. They have great tips in there. They send out emails all the time, like saying how to improve your shop. They give you like all kinds of tips. It's great. They don't go super in depth, but they give you enough where you're like, okay, that's great. That's a good idea. I can roll with that. I can use that. I can tweak it. I can make it my own. Great tips, Etsy success newsletter. And then in my course, we talk about ways to drive people because the Etsy audience is already there, but you have to make sure that they can find you. You have to help them find you. And the biggest, the two biggest ways to help them find you is in your titles of your items and then in your tags of your items. And then the third one is the category that you place your items in. So depending on what audience you want to reach, your category will change, but in your titles, you have 140 characters in your title and you need to use them. Again, biggest tip I can give you, Etsy does not give you anything it doesn't want you to use. So if it gives you 140 characters, why do you think that number's there? You know, right. it's not there for you just to put two words in. They're <laughs> giving you the 140 characters, use them all. Etsy has said that they like when you, and this sounds so weird, but again, another thing that you can get from the Etsy success or Etsy handbook is that they love when you use upper and lower case, like title case in your titles. Makes sense, right? Interesting. Yeah. Makes sense. But some people try to do all caps. Well, Etsy only lets you use three words in all caps. So don't try to use all caps in your titles. It's not going to work. Don't use all lowercase in your titles. And honestly, it just doesn't look good. It's a title. Let's use upper and lower. And Etsy has said they like it. So why would you not do it? Mm -hmm. And then in your titles, biggest mistake I see Etsy sellers make is that they make their items have some sort of like cutesy name. Okay. So like if it's a necklace, they might say like Sarah's necklace or, you know, the TCC necklace extreme, you know, whatever. (laughs) Um, let's not, don't do that because that's a search clue for Etsy search. And so people are not putting in TCC necklace extreme, you know, they're putting in gold bar necklace or they're putting in chain necklace with heart or whatever. So you want your, you want your title to start broad and go narrow as you go. So you're going to start like hitting your broader audience and keep going in and niching down as you go. If You are dying to put Sarah's necklace in your title. Fine. Put it at the end. But I'm telling you, it's it's not going to help you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I recommend putting it in the description. Mm. 
you know, so once you, when you put in your description, then put it in there. And then Etsy loves when you match your title and your tags almost exactly. Mm. So if your title says like gold bar necklace, comma, you know, gift for her, comma, you know, uh, engraved necklace, whatever. Right. Take that and then use it in your tag. So your first tag should be gold bar necklace. Your second tag should be gift for her. Your third tag should be whatever. So, and then in your tags, you only get 20 characters in a tag. So, for example, if I don't know if gold bar necklace is 20 characters or not, I'm not doing the math right now. Let's pretend it doesn't. Okay. (laughs) You would want to put gold bar as one tag and then necklace as your next tag. So you want to break them up. Don't, you know, try to be like, oh, my phrases in my title can only have 20 characters because that's how many of the tags are. No, you can have as many as you want in your phrases. And I recommend phrases over single words. But you can then put them in your tags and then just break them in two. But that's the biggest way to get found on Etsy. You do that trick and you will notice that you will climb in your search ranking. I love that. Well, and I like what you said earlier. The people are already waiting for you. Like the people who are on Etsy already want what you have. They just can't find it. And so it's your job to make them be able to find it instead of being out in the sea of everywhere else where you have to convince someone that they're ready to buy that gold bar necklace. And then here's where you go buy it. There's already people waiting. So go in the back end of your Etsy first, like look at that stuff and really make your site, your particular shop searchable. That's super helpful. I love yeah. It. So secret, she told me these things one time <laughs> and I decided to open an Etsy shop on a She's whim. a crazy person. And I love it. I, I got on the first page of Etsy for all of my items in the first day. And then I had sales and then I didn't have time to fulfill the sales. <laughs> and so I had to close my shop immediately. So, so that's Abby's new side hustle. I'll get your shop on the first page of Etsy within 24 hours, but then you take it from there. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? This is a terrible idea. Because I actually had to produce things. And then I was like, maybe I'll make them all digital. Don't. Anyway, I, I'm saying this will actually work for you. So don't do it unless you're ready to actually start for filling orders and do customer service because Kelly does not joke around with her advice. I don't joke around. I do not. That's awesome. I remember that because you like called me and you're like, I got a cha-ching. I got a cha-ching. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Yes, you did. You were so hot. Couldn't keep up with the cha-chings. She couldn't keep up with the cha-chings. And then I have another friend who opened an Etsy shop. And she was like, oh, my gosh, give me all the skip scoop. And I was like, yeah, and I get all the scoop. And she's doing awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, her shop's doing great. And that's all inside your program. All inside there. Not only that, I mean, we go through everything, other SEO, Etsy tips, the new Etsy shop manager that they just released, the whole new back end. It's all the new back end. I was on the prototype team on Etsy for the Etsy shop manager back end. So I learned everything ahead of the ahead of the crowd mm-hmm. and so we go over everything videos you get to see my Etsy shop you get to see how much I make how many sales awesome. I get every day yeah so it's really neat the people in there are really loving it I I would love to have more people in there and help yeah. some more people I didn't mean to turn this into a pitch for your course but no, I but really, it it, it's that beneficial and <laughs> I know there's so many people who just like they get started on there and they want it to be great. And they hear people like you who got to quit their day job, got to be home with their kids, got to do these things. And for you, I mean, you didn't quit your job until what, four or five years in. Right, right. And so they're wanting that a lot faster. And so they need to be laying the foundation even quicker. And so I think, I mean, you've, hello, put a decade worth of Etsy knowledge inside right. that program. And so we're going to drop a link to that in the show notes, guys, so you can know where to go to click that. But that would be great. Invest in yourselves. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, go ahead. No. no. <laughs> well, I was just going to say that I think that courses and, you know, blogs and everything about Etsy are great, obviously. I think they're right. great. But the thing I think people need to really remember is that it is not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, it took me five years to quit my day job. And yeah, I could, I probably could have done it faster, but I had three kids and I was going to my, ma- I had got my master's in that time. You know, I was working as a teacher, some very yeah. long hours. And so I think if you have more time to devote, you can obviously do it faster. 
But the thing is, is you have to actually show up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just take my course and then go build this great back end of Etsy shop and lay this awesome foundation and then leave it alone. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to show up every day. This is a business. You have to treat it like one. And if you just set it and forget it, it you're not going to make any money. Yep. You know, it could be the best Etsy shop ever. But if you're not in there doing things, you're not going to make any money. And Etsy recognizes activity, I swear to God. <laughs> like, it's kind of creepy. So, like, if I'll be on there and I'm, like, answering combos, which are, like, Etsy messages that kind of have their own email system in there. So, I'm answering combos. I swear to God, I get more sales when I'm, like, logged in and doing stuff. That's insane. It's weird. It's kind of creepy, like, yeah. honestly. And I get, I feel so just, like. just, like, leave Etsy open all the time and, like, randomly go over there stuff. and do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> click stuff, like, relist something, you know. <laughs> email someone or you know what I mean but yeah uh, it's real I think it's true it has not been confirmed but <laughs> it's not been confirmed. I think it's, it's also I mean the woo-woo thing of you're spending time right. in your business and you're being awesome at customer service and you're putting good stuff out into the world and you're just gonna get it guys it. it's the Etsy woo-woo it's fine woo-woo totally <laughs> So we spent all this time talking about how awesome Etsy is and Mm -hmm. how you've even like built this other presence on social media and your website. But I still want to know if you were to start over or if you were to talk to someone who is a brand new product based biz babe, would you recommend Etsy as the location to start their business? Yes. And this is why I would recommend, well, not the location. I would recommend website and Etsy, you know, start Etsy. If you have a new product, maybe it's not really, you know, mainstream or it's not really out there. You kind of want to test the waters. Etsy is a great place to do that. But again, you have to actually put forth effort. You know, and then those photos that you take and and the feedback that you get and, you know, all that stuff, you can use that to help build your website. So if someone's just starting out, I would recommend, first of all, get your domain. Number one, figure out what your name is, get your domain, get your Etsy shop rolling, and then have that website ready. But starting on Etsy is great because you get your feet wet, essentially, for very minimal amounts of cash. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very minimal effort. Etsy is very easy to set up. It's intuitive. Like it just kind of, once you do it once, it's just very easy to kind of repeat. Like even listings, once you set up one listing, you can copy that listing and kind of use that same bones again and just switch a couple different things. So it's very easy to get going. And then your website, you can start gradually building that as the income from your Etsy shop comes in. You can use that to kind of invest back in your business and build other arms of your business. I like to call them arms. But yes, I still think Etsy is a great place to be. And and people need to remember, yeah, there's a ton of shops on Etsy, but only a very small percentage of them are actually making money because people start and they give up. And so you can't give up. Like you can't give up on your, you know, business. It's you just you shouldn't do that. You just keep going, keep pushing. It's gonna be slow at first, but you know, do your research, take a course, <laughs> and you know, you can find a lot of success there. Just because I've been on it for now eight years doesn't mean I couldn't start a new shop tomorrow and it'd be successful. Right. So everyone can do it. Everyone can do it, but you have to start with a great product. So if you're out there and you want to sell, you know, painted paper clips, you might be in trouble. But, <laughs> but get your product down. And the great thing about Etsy is that you can tweak and change. I mean, I started with charity wedding favor cards with like enamel pins on them that said like, in lieu of favors, we're donating to this charity and everyone wear this pin. That's how I started. And now I'm doing stamps. Yeah. You know, your business grows and changes and Etsy is a great place for it to grow and change because again, minimal setup, minimal cash flow. It's cheap. It's easy. Yeah. That's another thing I wanted to bring up for the last couple of minutes. Can you talk to us about how you've incorporated giving back into your Etsy shop and your business? Oh yeah. That's a good one. I love that. Well, I started when I started with the charity favors, I would give back to the couple's charity, whichever charity they selected 
And then for a while I was doing, I was choosing a monthly charity. And the reason why I did this, let me back up a minute. The reason why I did this is I worked in a high poverty school. So I saw a lot of kids who didn't didn't really have anything. You know, I mean, they would literally come to school and be tired because they had to sleep under their bed due to like gunfire and, you know, different things like that. You know, parents were addicted to drugs and truancy and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And it wasn't their fault. And they're so sweet. Like I loved my kids so much. But one of the biggest reasons I left was because it was an, it took an emotional toll on me, you know, and I would come home and, you know, be like, oh, my family, I just wanted to just squeeze them. I never wanted to leave them. You know what I mean? I just wanted to kind of stay in my bubble. And I felt like I was missing out on what my kids were doing. And then I would go and I would be there. I would give all my energy to, you know, my students who really needed me. But then, you know, I missed out on my kids stuff. So side note, why I did that. But then when I left, I was like, I have to keep giving back because it, it, brought me so much joy. But then I saw, you know, I could literally see the kids like I was giving them, you know, new school supplies. And, you know, we did like my aunt works for a food bank in St. Louis called Operation Food Search. And, you know, we would bring them snacks and they would get to take home, you know, dinners and their, you know, birthday cakes and, you know, that sort of stuff. And I wanted to keep giving back. And so I would do a monthly charity, which, Abby knows because she like really helped me when I was just starting out with like the blogging and stuff. So we would blog about my different charities every month. And then I decided that I really wanted to go back to my roots, my teaching roots, and I wanted to make a bigger impact. And so now a portion of our profits go towards building a school with Pencils of Promise. Mm-hmm. And we're going to build an entire school. It may take us a while. You know, I'm not... I don't have like this, like so, such a massive following that I can raise money for three schools in three days, but I, little by little, we will get there. And it's a really big dream of mine to build that school for kids who really need it. And honestly, kids who will really appreciate it. Yeah. And so it's a great organization and I'm really happy to be a part of it. So that's awesome. I love it. We'll, we'll drop a link to more of that info on the show notes also so people can not only see what you give to, but maybe get inspired to incorporate it into their business as well. So perfect. That'd be great. Well, I think we're into our talk strategy to be segment. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Party time. So Super. tell us, yes. Kelly. Yes. All about what the heck we should do. I know we've talked all about Etsy for the last 42 minutes and people are like dying to know, okay, you said I need a URL and I need, I need some listings and I need some products and I need this, but like, what, what do I do? (laughs) Kelly, tell me, give me some guidance. Give me three to five things I can do today to get started on my Etsy business. Okay. Question. Do you already have an Etsy shop or do you not already have an Etsy shop? Let, let's let's pretend I don't. Let's pretend I do have an Etsy okay, shop. Okay, you do. Because I was going to say you have to get one. No. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> what? Open an Etsy shop. Open an Etsy shop. You do already have an Etsy shop. Okay, number number one. We'll do. We'll, we'll just see how far I get. Okay. So number one, I would get compiled list of 25 keywords that directly relate to your A, target audience, and B, your product. So Keywords are phrases. So for example, I sell rubber stamps. So some of mine are like rubber stamps, return address stamp, you know, make your list, Mm -hmm. make it very specific to you, make it for your whole shop. And then, then you make them for your individual listings. Use those in your titles and your tags. Number one, that's going to really, really jumpstart where you are in Etsy search rank. Number two, fill out your about page. Get it done. I know you don't like talking about yourself, but you have to do it. People want to see it. And then I also recommend having a shot of yourself, three product photos, and also an office shot or like a behind the scenes shot. People love to see your behind the scenes. You get five photos in your about page, use them. You also get a video in your about page. People are scared of video. I get that. Do a compilation video. Yeah. You could even have like a, just a slideshow of products. Whatever it is, fill the space. 
That's yep. he gives you a video. Mine's like a Facebook video that I like threw together. Yeah. You know, I don't even, it's not professional. It's you just, guys just, could use a uh, Flipgram and make, absolutely. It, make a quick, fun video. Absolutely. Fill the space. And then the other thing, let's see, fill the space. Oh, and then in your listings, Etsy gives you five photo slots. Can you guess what I'm going to say? Use fill them. Up. Fill them up. Fill them up. Fill them up. Okay, so do like, you know, a close-up, do a far away, do a shot that actually shows it relative to something else so people could see size, mm-hmm. which is really important. And then also give it like an action shot. So yeah. in use, you know, maybe if you do like wall art, have it hanging on a wall. Don't just what show me the thing. Hello. I mean, Etsy is just a lot of common sense. You know, yeah. think think like a buyer. Like what, if you were going to buy something, what would you want to see? So those are my tops. Awesome. Super helpful. Love it. (laughs) Well, tell people where they can find you on the internets. All right. So I'm a couple different places. So my main hub is helloworldpaperco.com. You can find me on Etsy. On Etsy, my shop is called Hello World Stamps, which I also link on my website. Just go to my website. Yeah. That's why I do that. One stop shop. One stop shop. I also have a podcast for product based businesses with Caroline from Caroline Creates called Creative Biz Rebellion. You can find that at creativebizrebellion.com. Love it. And then my course is the Etsy Action Plan on Teachable, which I know you guys love. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And so you can find that at bit.ly, bit.ly, wait, is it bit.ly slash. Take action on Etsy and we'll link it, right, girls? Yes, we'll we'll link it to make it super easy. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh my gosh, love you girls. It was great. Good time. We had a blast. (laughs) Good, I'm glad. Yay. No, don't make it end. It's not going to end. It's never going to end. We're just going to talk to you guys forever. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, I I really hope everybody had a good time today and that um, I think you get a little bit of action. I love it. I think, em- I think Emily is going to go open an Etsy shop. She's I gonna- feel like that's what I'm going to do now. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. be, be on the look for that. 2018 Etsy shop. <laughs> Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.